0: Welcome back. You guys are listening to the 102.5 W I K D L P Daytona Beach. My name is Gabe, and today we have a very special group over Zoom. Um, the 502s are here. You. Hello. Thanks for having us. Welcome. Uh, if you guys want to introduce yourself uh, one by one or as a group, you guys can. Sure.
1: Well, we're the 502s. Um, we're from Orlando, more specifically the Maitland area. And my name is Ed. I play the banjo and sing for the band.
2: Hey, this is Matt. I play keyboards, uh, backing vocals, electric guitar, um, and a bunch of other random instruments.
3: Hey, this is Joe, I'm horns, backup
1: vocals. And primary dancer.
3: And yeah, and yeah, lead dancer,
1: uh, backup choreographist. Is that the word? Sounded like you were gonna drop a third thing with the speed with which you said that, so I felt like I had to add something in there.
3: Yeah, I had one too, but I was worried I was gonna trip over what I was gonna say, so I just bailed.
0: That's probably going to be, be me this entire uh, interview. <laughs> um, so what is the story behind the 502s? Like, how did you guys become become the 502s? Like, where'd the name come from? How did you guys meet?
1: Um, well, the name came from my childhood address, um, which is, we kind of just picked it because we wanted to enter a battle of the bands and uh, ended up winning that and playing this festival. And it stuck. And luckily we picked a name that we liked um but we we've all known each other for quite a while um including our guitar player drummer and uh, bass player who aren't on here it's just like a mismatch of of new matt from middle school new joe in high school you know matt knew our bass player from college and joe was in a band with him so it's just kind of like that six degrees of separation thing i feel like at this point where everybody knew somebody that knew somebody and we were all kind of in each other's lives in some capacity, but wasn't like we were all best friends necessarily growing up, just knew of each other. Um, and then fast forward to 2015 and the band starts slowly forming. And it was pretty much built through a lot of uh, DMs, just seeing if anybody was interested in jamming together. And uh, over a couple of years, that's how it built up. Yeah. You there's think- been a
2: lot of people who've been in and out of the band over the years as well. And uh, it's kind of added to the big community celebration block party aspect of it.
0: So did you guys like start in a start, I don't want to say a garage, but like, did you guys start from like in a room or something like that? A converted garage. That's where we started.
1: <laughs> uh, my grandpa and my, my grandparents at their house have what was the garage at one point, which was then, you know, Decades ago, converted into this big living room space, and that was kind of the first place where we started practicing and and jamming. Um, So, kind of a garage band, but
0: with AC. AC is the most important part. I love that.
3: We we really did go from garage, and then it upgraded to a shed, and then from (laughs) shed it went
1: to a garage again,
3: and then now we actually practice in a studio. That's kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Well, the shed was a downgrade we all agree. Yeah, yeah we yeah. made
2: a couple of lateral moves. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. You moved up <laughs> and then yeah, you moved back, back down. down. And we've leveled out around the same area, just in a studio instead of my grandpa's garage. It's like I think there's something to the coming from that like starting practicing in the garage or like the you know the living room area where we just rented a local studio out and practice there now but it's not like some elaborate studio. It's nice, but it's just kind of a room where we set up. And I think there's something about it that feels very familiar, which is why I like going there. And uh, we, we, I guess we could go look for like some big concert hall to practice in, but it feels more like us to just load into this room and be shoulder to shoulder and
0: practice together. So it's, it's
1: to this day still nice.
0: Yeah. So, When you guys are writing songs, what is like your thought process and your creative process of coming about those songs? Like, where do they come from? Do you work together or is it one person writes a song and then you all just kind of feed into it? It's definitely collaborative. Like, I feel like the
1: push behind every song that we do is like, this better be pretty cool live, Um, whether that's the gang vocals or the parts of the songs and like, I think that's kind of like the main driving aspect is that we've we've been touring for a while and we enjoy touring and but i think more than just playing music what we enjoy is like the theatrical aspect of it and so a lot of times i'll kind of come in with an idea or a melody or some kind of chords or something and then we'll build it out from there um and matt's super helpful with that he plays every instrument i posted a video today i don't know if you saw this matt but I was like, oh, plays every plays every instrument. Or I said, ask him to play an instrument. I bet he can do it or something. That's a pretty good synopsis of Matt. And yeah, everyone in the group is is very musically talented. And so it's fun to come in with a song or shells of a song and uh, then be like, okay, one, let's figure out the parts. And then two, how are we going to do this really cool live? And that's kind of, I would say, the, has been the driving thing since we started.
0: Yeah. So you guys are on tour currently or
1: um, we're starting on, starting we have a show next weekend, but the tour we're doing, we're going on tour starting April 12th for six weeks. Yeah. yeah. So this is like the
2: longest break I think we've had in probably two years.
0: Yeah. So yeah. for you guys tour, what's that like? Like what's, what's the funniest moment? That's what I'm going to ask. What's the funniest moment you guys have had on tour? Cause I feel like with your group of people, that's, something's bound to happen
1: yeah um you know i i don't know what matt and joe are thinking of but it's interesting because nothing jumps to mind as like oh this was the funniest moment if i think about it for a second i'll come up with something but it is genuinely a very like close-knit group and it feels like there is a lot of laughter going on at all times and so that's kind of my favorite part of it in terms of funniest moment is like as soon as we all start interacting, if we're in the van and talking, it's like all of a sudden it's turned into a bit and we're cracking up and everyone's making jokes and it's never very forced. But that that's kind of – I guess that's to say it's always very funny within this group and so it's hard to like hone in on one uh, area. But I don't know, Matt and Joe, do you yeah. guys – Yeah, I mean we're always,
2: we're always trying to like kind of outdo ourselves and make each other laugh on stage as Eddie said. I mean, we just got back from tour in Europe, which was this incredible experience to to end 2023. Um, and one of the last gigs was our first show ever in Denmark. Uh, we played in Copenhagen. Uh, we had an extra long time between loading and sound check and actually going on stage. And, and the hospitality was so great; they gave us all this um, uh, this huge fruit plate and all these cold cuts. And yep. at some point throughout the night, uh, it became oh. a <laughs> yeah. challenge to bring as much food as we could on the stage. And uh, I I was kind of the butt of this joke because everyone kept throwing bologna slices up on my keyboard. Um, But at the end of the the show, we all kind of do this big gang solo thing. And, And Nick is definitely the funniest one in the group. I think we would all agree with that. He's our bass player. Um, and we challenged him to eat a whole apple during the course of the last song, which which he did. I'm not sure if anybody got it on video, but
1: it's we have a video of this. He's standing there with an apple in his mouth like a stuck pig playing (laughs) his bass solo. Just like anyways, that's the kind of stuff we get into. And where that stemmed from was that we were playing cards beforehand in the green room. And as you lost, it was like we're gonna we're gonna give you a task to complete. And so the first one was like oh, if someone put a piece of salami on Matt's piano and then we couldn't come up with any other task ideas. So everyone just started having to do it. Yeah, yeah.
2: everyone got the challenge. It's a high
1: stakes game. We, we wrote he it. Ate into the scissors. entire apple? Oh, yeah. Did you
0: he ate the entire apple? Like the entire thing?
1: <laughs> uh, not like the core and stuff, you know, but oh, he okay. ate around the apple oh, while he was it. playing. Yeah, that's impressive. Enough. It was impressive to eat it with limited hands and playing the bass guitar. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff we think's funny. And it started in the green room. That's a good, that's a really good example of just the shenanigans of the 502s. You never
2: know what you're gonna see on stage.
1: Yeah, I also
3: think it comes from a lot of love. And I I say this openly because we even had our opener, his name was Darren Keeley, great, great (laughs) singer-songwriter. He was in on it. He helped us out with the whole thing, and it was just it's, you know, it's all love. Everybody, I feel like if if we were a group of people that didn't enjoy each other's company, this wouldn't fly. But, but we all understand know and love each other to the point where, all right, tonight's the night. We all put a piece of baloney on Matt's keyboard throughout the set, and it's funny.
1: Yeah, there's not many bands where I think that that would uh, go over well, I imagine. people. Are it was, just a, it was it a
2: rental keyboard, so that helped, but it wasn't mine.
1: <laughs> yeah, Matt was like, if this if you do this in my keyboard, I'm going to be pissed. And we're like, yeah, okay, that's fair. I wouldn't that's want fair. salami grease all over it either. <laughs>
0: Um, so what are your, well, this is going to kind of roll off the last question. Cause like, this seems like something that would be for like, like a process before a performance, to like rid of your nerves and anxiety. Like, what are some ways you guys go about getting rid of those nerves and anxiety?
1: I mean, for me, I've always been very much like, I don't get super nervous before shows. And I think a lot of that stems from the fact that I feel lucky to be doing this, but also it's like, we're playing cards like this is this story, right? We're playing cards right up to the moment we're walking out and everyone's making jokes. It feels very easy to me to be relaxed on, on the stage because like Joe said, it's a very close group. We go eat dinner together. It's like, I never personally feel very isolated before shows. And that, that makes me feel like, well, even if I mess all the words up, then at least these, these five are going to think it's funny and we're going to move on with our lives. So that's kind of, that's kind of what helps me.
0: So do you guys have any like traditions that you guys like to do before like every show?
1: I don't you know people have asked us this in the past and like because people have asked us this we've we've been like we should get some traditions going but we just don't like we just hang out and then it's like it's time to go. We usually high five and we walk out on the stage and that's kind of like we're rolling.
0: I mean, that's kind of a good way to start a show though, just like go into it full energy. Just full send it.
1: We, yeah. yeah, we warm up together. That's what we do. We do like, we do like athletic warm ups backstage to make sure we're ready to, to go when we walk out on the stage, which is not a cool, uh, cool pre-show routine, but it is also kind of cool.
2: It helps us do, you know, a good show. Like when you're doing it, you know, 150 times a year, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of fun because, you know, it, it's, not even routine. It's this amazing thing that we get to do all the time, but we all know, you know, each other's moves and and what you know helps us have a good time on stage. So, you know, it it just really becomes second nature.
3: Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say too. The in, in regards to Ed saying the isolated thing, we don't really feel isolated between ourselves. I also don't feel very isolated between the crowd. I think our show is very much crowd involved. So it's like I'm not really going out to do any more than dance around and. And have a good time with the people that are there and so that helps a lot because it's it's not really a nerve thing because i'm not i'm with them as opposed to their being gawked at if it makes any sense you know they're judging you yeah yeah it's not a speech we're just we're having a we're having a good time yeah yeah it's a good point
0: so on tour you guys have had openers but is there any specific artist you guys would love to collaborate with in the future all of them that's so all true. Of them,
1: you know, all, for so me, all the civic? Yeah. I was going to say for me, if you name a folk artist, that's probably like on my laundry list of people, Um, you know, Mumford and sons, Lumineers, bleachers, Noah Khan, Zach, Bryan, head in the heart. Like, like you can just like keep Zach naming Brian folk would,
0: Zach, Bryan yeah. and two's would go insane. Like that would be awesome. That yeah. would be awesome. I would can tear up revival at the end of the show. Sure. Um. So I have a few joke questions for you guys. Um. So if do if you sing in the shower, do you sing your own music or do you sing other songs?
1: Who wants to answer? I
3: mean, you you got to answer, buddy. Ed Ed sings in the shower all the time, and it's ninety percent of the (laughs) time
1: five o two songs, and it's loud. You can hear it. It's awesome. It's interesting. Joe knows what I'm singing in the shower. I mean, yeah. Doesn't sound bad. Airbnb shower. No. I'm singing. I, I genuinely. I was talking about this on a live video the, the other day. I genuinely like the 502s music. Like, of course we make it, but I I like remove myself from the fact that it's us doing it or like you know me, Matt, and Joe. So I just listen to it and I'm like, oh, I, I like this. It's good. So I do that. I sing Jimmy Buffett, um, and then you know maybe there's a, another song here or there like Zach Bryan songs or Maisie Peters or something like that, but. Yeah, right now we have a new album that we're, we're in the process of releasing. So pretty much when I've been showering, I've just been putting the new album on and listening to it. So, you know, whatever. Matt, do you have anything?
2: Uh, Well, I mean, I'll definitely second that. It's always fun to, you know, when we're on tour and in you know, Airbnb and Eddie hops in the shower and that's like, oh, what's it going to be? It's going to be a new song.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. this was a thing. I'm gonna have to start switching it up on y'all.
2: It's it's not. Re- I haven't thought about it until now, but yeah, it's true. I, we we hear we hear uh, a bit of that. Um, I don't know. I I listened to uh, all sorts of stuff. I listened to a lot of podcasts as well. But I, I, don't know. I had my Radiohead playlist going this morning when I went in the shower, just like the furthest vibe from the 502s that you could imagine. Um, so I, I was actually kind of consciously thinking about that that I was doing that. Like, well, you know, sometimes you gotta switch it up a bit. Yeah. I will Um, will say I would love it if we collaborated with with Noah Khan um, just to ask if he remembers us uh, finding our keys next to his tour bus at Hangout Festival, which is another funny story that happened to us last year.
0: How was Hangout? Oh, it was was awesome. awesome. It was on the
1: beach. Yeah, it was really cool. Just on the beach, sunny. They had like an area for artists that had hot tubs. I don't think Joe left the hot tubs for like four days. (laughs) Yep, I was pruning. Oh. It was, it <laughs> was very fun. Yeah. It's a great um,
3: experience.
0: So, this is another joke question that we ask all of our interviews. Um, if you were a breakfast food, what would you be and why?
1: Hmm. Go ahead, Joe. The I saw you unmute
3: that quick. 100% the griddle, just sweet, savory, big griddle everything, yeah. in. I mean, I don't eat meat anymore, so it'd be a sausage, double, or it'd be a double cheese, double egg, McGriddle. But uh, but yeah, that's it. Is that a thing? Can you order that? Yes, my God. Can you can ask anything. for a triple. You wanted like yeah. a third slice of the, the the patty? I'm ashamed to say and know this. I haven't had one in a while. Yeah, <laughs> I was, was going to say, I'm missing one. out. <laughs> I haven't had one in a while, but it is a thing you can do.
1: I literally, it's funny you mentioned McDonald's breakfast because we're moving on Saturday. And so ask. asked couple of my cousins and my brother and Joe, if they can help me move. And and the request was that I bring them all sausage, uh, McGriddles from McDonald's. I'm like, these are 34 year old men. And that's their request is that I show up and I'm like, fine, no problem. I'll do it. But like, uh, yeah, I don't know for me. I, I think I've always been like just a simple, classic ham and cheese omelet person, maybe throw some mushrooms in. Um, yeah, I had a lot, uh, a crab cake eggs benedict the other day that's what i would be Ooh. that was good man that was good that's I my even answer like that, but
0: that sounds delicious
1: it was yeah i saw it on the menu and i was like man i gotta try this there's not a more 502's breakfast item Where in the world that,
0: that sounds so good
1: it was out at a um at a hotel out of disney we were staying out there um, for the night at the matt, contemporary it was very good
0: matt do you have any breakfast food that you'd be
2: yeah, I mean, some anything with poached eggs is going to be hard to top for sure. I, I do love a good, good Benedict. Um, I was also going to say I, I uh, you know, I eat egg whites for breakfast a lot. Uh, so, you know, and I've been called the whitest man alive. So that kind of track. Mostly by myself.
1: Matt, egg white, Tonner. Here you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> it refers to his breakfast food and his skin color. That's right. <laughs>
0: Um, so if you, or when you guys go on tour, what is the most trouble you guys have ever gotten into? Cause I know this is also going to be like a most, I feel like it's going to be an insane story. Um, if you do have one.
1: Um, I mean, we're a pretty good group. So if we haven't gotten in much trouble, the, the worst thing I can think of is that when we were in, uh, what the heck city were you we in Stockholm or something like that? Yeah. And We, we, uh, the van was not parked in the right spot. And so we went into a a bar to celebrate Gracie's birthday and we came back to drive to the restaurant. And I don't remember what, this was like a Saturday night or a Friday night late and the bar had been, or the car had been towed to their impound lot. And that was probably the most like, Oh shit, uh, situation that we've been in as a band because we needed the van to go to the city the next day. And it had all our equipment. Um, no legal trouble for this group which is good yeah
2: we got pulled over a few times in scandinavia i think they were on the lookout for us or something but the shows were great so that that definitely made up for it
1: sean's been pulled over a few times for speeding as well
2: (laughs) yeah which is funny because he's you know one of the more careful drivers of the group always is the first to volunteer to do a long-haul drive and uh you know just had a couple couple bad breaks with it
1: one of those places where they don't actually label the speed limit and then they pull you over cause you're doing 45 and yeah. a 35, but you had no clue. So it wasn't even cause he was going, you know, like 125 and a 20, but yeah, I, I mean, I was going to say, unfortunately, but fortunately no real legal issues or trouble for this group. It's always been very much uh let's just go play the show and go to the next show and, Let's focus on the shows while we're on the tour. Like we all yeah. leave home for extended periods of time, so we want to just do a good job at the show so we can keep doing it. Yeah. So We've
2: had a couple uh, workout-related injuries on the road too. Uh, oh, yeah. it turned never just- fun to recall. <laughs> yeah,
3: what? yeah. That, I don't. I'm, all right, yeah, that had to come up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, like if you're ranking the list of things that have have gone wrong on the road, it's like the van, Sean getting pulled over, and then the time Joe was doing pull-up bands outside and broke off the fence and it hit him in the head and he had to get stitches but he did the show that um, night with the stitches yeah. so that's pretty was, that was
2: actually an impressive story joe i was referring to our former guitar player pulling his back lifting weights for the record
3: oh yeah. you <laughs> know <laughs> um
0: so the last and final question what's next for you guys in your like careers like where are you guys taking the 502s to the
1: moon you know first band on um, the moon more specifically, yeah, first band to play a show on the moon. That's a goal. There you go.
0: I mean, 2020- More specifically, we got an album
1: coming out on April 12th. Uh, we got a single coming out March 15th, album April 12th. It's our third full-length album. And then we were talking about it earlier, too. Starting a six-week tour, first time ever in a tour bus, um, like April 12th, to end of May. And from there, working on more music and more shows, I'm sure. But uh, I don't know. I feel like we're... A fortunate group where we have tours we have music but i think our ultimate goal is like just keep doing those things so we can keep being a band like this is what we want to be doing yeah. um both now and you know hopefully until we're 90 and uh, yeah just music and tours from the 502s with a few specific
0: dates coming up oh, well i really appreciate you guys setting aside time and spending it here and with with us yeah. Thanks for taking the time. No problem. Well, you guys have been listening to the 102.5 WIKD LP Daytona Beach. This has been Gabe, and we, I guess, we'll say goodbye to the 502s.
2: See ya. Bye.